All right, we live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Food Psych. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a lot less of us this time around, but yo, we're still here. We should, yo, we, yo, so, we should have a food fitness in front uh, with Tez on there. That might be interesting. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm never against a guest if our guest is going to come on the show you know and I mean? you know add some value. I'm I, never I, against I'd that. I'd be interested to hear what he has well, to say about. Crap, we talk about right. That'll be interesting. I'm just trying to move myself over. I guess that's where it got to be. All right, jokes aside, who are we? We are here. This is Man Cave Monday, and it's a lot less of us than you might be used to. But uh, there's a lot of changes going on. And if you saw our last episode, you know, we've had a lot of different tech issues going on, and so we've just been trying to still come here, provide value and entertainment. I got Tez with me, and I yeah. got my man Dre with me. So we're gonna get right into it, and uh, and talk about how crappy Yachty's verse is on that J Cole song. <laughs> it should be deleted, eradicated, non-existent, persona non grata. That thing needs to be thrown in a dumpster fire of history to be long lost and forgotten. That's what we should talk about. <laughs> But I digress. So tell, me, so tell me how you feel about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's fine. Listen, the Bacardi boys are here. You know what I'm saying? Gonna... <laughs> That's the three of us. They don't know. You know what I'm saying? The Bacardi boys is here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some old throwback I mean, stuff. They don't know. Before everybody was sitting next to Briggs. The day, the, the day, the, long time. the night of, <coughs> I'm sorry, the night of Wu Tang and 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 uh, and Boondocks. That's it. And SoCal, and SoCal, and SoCal, and and so maybe much Bacardi. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe some tech in out there. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, this is, this is the regular shit. Right. So we got all right. So let's get into it. All right. I was gonna definitely go right off topic for a second. Oh, what's up? <laughs> I was gonna be like, "Yo, Tess, how you feel about this new PS5 coming out? It's supposed to be the Slim joint." Uh well, considering that I need a new PlayStation, I know that's that's, that's more for like your show. So I'm sorry. I don't care. Go it's for it. It's not good. I mean, considering that I need a new PlayStation, as long as it brings the price down, I, I need a PlayStation in general. Because that's the thing they're saying that the price is going to be the same. It's just going to be slimmer and more gigs than the last PlayStation. I, I mean, oddly enough, like I have a, a series X, a series S Xbox. And okay. I max out the capacity in no time. I, I don't like the fact that Xbox, and my name is Xbox person, I don't like the fact that Xbox has a uh, uh, a memory bank that you can only use from them. And yeah. it's not cool. Whereas the Sony, I can buy an NVMe and I'll be good to go. Um, right. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, like I said, I need a PlayStation with Metal Gear 3 getting the remake. And the new uh, and the new Final Fantasy sequel to seven, um, which are two of my favorite games of all time. They're they're in like they're literally one and two of all time. Um, yeah, I have to get a PlayStation. Um, no doubt, no doubt. So yeah. I mean, if it brings and it, I'm gonna hmm? say and that Tekken eight about this yeah. Too. So right now, and I'm not trying to make this a gaming podcast, but I know, I know. I this totally went, this year, if you, if, so good. Right now, if you look. 
if you look at the list of the games that are going to get released right now, it's going to be crazy for the rest of the year. And I would say this, if you know anybody with a gaming PC, download the RoboCop game or look up the trailer. It is so good. So wow. if you play real quick, this is sell it to you guys. If you ever played, Why you not? Ever, yeah. you played yeah, the demos out, I, I, I played it and I loved it. If you ever played cyberpunk, how you have that freedom to go around the city, you got that freedom to go around Detroit. You could do the main quest wow. and you could do these little side quests and you got the, the, the three shot blicky that he had. Yeah. Uh, that's so good. And he can hear the, the stomps and he walks to doom. Dude, you got the little scanner thing. So when you see the enemies, oh, they all get sized man. out. It, it's. Does his, does his joint still come out his thigh? Yep. Drop it. Yep. And <laughs> and I can show you pictures after the, after after this call that I took from the game. Right. But the graphics are insane. Like they actually got the actual people. Like that. Um, oh, I forgot his name. The the actual guy who played um Murphy. They Murphy. Got, they got they got him. Uh, Peter Weller. Whoa, Peter Weller. Peter Weller. They got yeah. him. They got they got the girl that played Lewis. Her face is it's hundred yeah. percent hers. And even the 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 police commission or the the police um chief. That's there. He's there too. Uh, the graphics are. I'm just surprised they still alive. How about that? <laughs> Listen, I, I was like, damn, I'm not buying no games for the rest of the year. And they're like, nah, November, this game's coming. I'm like, oh. there goes uh, that. But yeah, I mean. You know, men do talk about games, so I guess. It's hey, listen, it all, it's all good. Everything <laughs> goes on this platform. I mean, it, it, it leads to a topic that I want to, that I suggested today. Yeah, 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 I saw that. I'm, so, not, I'm not sure we talk about today, but we can talk about you another time. Start it. No, we're going. We're going we to save that for another day. That yeah, topic. Yeah, that's oh, okay. That's, but that's oh, on the list okay. for sure. It's on the list for sure. Okay. But uh, we will get into it after I introduce myself. Hey. hey. His name is Ho. No, you know what I'm saying? H to the Hovey. You know what I'm saying? I used to drink Bacardi with these homies. All right, that's it. That's it. That's it. All right. And before we get into Man Cave Monday, who am I? I am JD, a.k.a. He Who Pods. And today, we're going to start with something that we uh, ended with last pod. Oh, Hold on a second. Next time you say, who am I? You got to say it like Jackie Chan. Who am I? <laughs> I probably won't, but maybe I'll Don't save that clip of you and have you do it for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> have you introduce me next time. Anyway, so uh, at the uh, not the end, but during last pod, uh, we were discussing beauty standards of women and our opinions on them. And Dre brought up a very interesting point which was the beauty standards of men or lack thereof. And so that's what we're going to discuss a little bit today. Dre, in case they didn't see it last time, why don't you speak to us a little bit about your thoughts on, uh, or rather what you wanted to discuss about men and the kind of lack of beauty standards. Um, yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I, I, it's been so long since we came together. Like, I actually forget my, my thought, but um, what I this is like things that I'm always like talking about, you know, in terms of just like, you know, yeah, so it's like all these beauty standards on women, right? right. Or, you know, women supposed to be this way, that way. And um, there tends to be this, well, it's it's a double-sided coin, man. It's like, it tends to be this sense of like, um men can kind of do like whatever right. you know what i mean like like being a man is actually like being this rough rugged um someone who's like unrefined you know what i'm saying and so 
the what, what I was really talking about was like some a person like myself who like yo I actually enjoy um, getting manicures, pedicures, blah blah blah. That might be seen as a feminine trait. You know what I'm saying? Like when men are like, okay, I'm gonna like take care of myself. Whereas you know um, the thing that it says like the thing that men are supposed to be doing is not caring. Like don't care how you look, don't care how you present because you're a guy. You know what I mean? And that's it. Right. You know, like that's what being a man is. And I just kind of think like that is. Um, I don't know. I don't really agree with that. And I wonder how you guys felt about it. All right. Well, quick before we respond, why don't you agree with it? Oh, well, because I feel like, first of all, I don't believe in these boxes, right? I feel like if a person is a woman, let's say, and they say, hey, I don't want to shave my legs. I don't want to shave my pits. You're still a woman. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make you more or less of a woman. You know, it's like that's the look that you want, you know, and maybe it's because, you know, me being a New Yorker and New Yorkers are always trying to get like their signature look you know what i'm saying because there's so many people in new york that people try to look different you know people don't want to look exactly like this other guy you don't want to be a clone of somebody else right maybe in other cities like people don't mind doing that but um you know for me i just feel like yo like uh why is it that we have to be in these boxes you know why that if a, if a dude decides that he wants to take care of. Let's go all the way to the extreme. Let's say if a dude is like, yo, I want to wear fucking makeup, let's say. Like there are dudes who do that, but whatever. Not necessarily my thing, but I don't have anything against it. Um, why does that make him like less of a dude, less of a guy? You know, like that's his look. That's the way he wants to fucking, you know, go about his life. And so yeah, I really don't like those those kind of like boxes. I don't like putting people into these like really uh, narrow boxes and a narrow like mindset of this is what a man's supposed to be and this is what a woman's supposed to be. I completely like disagree with that. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind responding. Um, yeah, I think it's really interesting uh, that there's kind of almost an exact opposite between men and women when it comes to beauty standards. Like you said, there's this thing where women, which we deep dove on last episode, uh, there's this thing where like women, you have to be allegedly, you know, this is the societal pressure that you have to be kind of, you know, hitting all of these different things before you can leave your house to just be part of society. There's all of this pressure where it's like women got to hit all of these different things, like some of them you mentioned and more. But then on the flip side, right? Like you said, we have men who it's like, oh yeah, you could you could have some crazy unkept beard, you can have pit hair, you know, if you don't get a haircut, whatever. Uh, even as far as the way that we dress, we have a lot more leeway. And uh, I always thought that was interesting. Um, to be honest, I don't agree with it. I think that we should all kind of, like you said last podcast, we should all do what makes us feel good. Right. Um, I do think part of the reason why is because society doesn't really care as much as time has begun to build more and more pressure for women and how they should be, quote unquote. Uh, we have gotten further and further away. Right. And before, I mean, look at today, I wear sweats all the time. 
right? That's like my uniform, if you will. I wear jogger sweats everywhere. Unless somebody says, hey, we really going to do something that requires something more than sweats. If it's just like, hey, we're going out to, you know, we're going to just go, the three of us out, we're going to go, we're not going out, we're just going to go to Tez Crib. We're just going to drink some Bacardi and relax. I'm like, oh, all right, definitely sweats then. I ain't putting nothing else on. And that's accepted, right? But it wasn't always that way. If we think way back, men had, the usual was men wearing like three-piece suits. That was the default, right? You couldn't just go outside and be like, yeah, sweats. That was not the norm. Way I'm talking way back, obviously. I don't mean 10 years oh, yeah. ago, right? But a long time ago, there was kind of this thing where men were supposed to look sharp, but we, we've broken away. And now today, like I said, it's kind of like we've got opposites. And we already debated enough about women beauty standards last time, but I think today there's far more flexibility on the men's side where you get far less criticism. If you are someone like me right now with no haircut, you know, with a, a full beard, beards are in. Where before, long, quote unquote, Bin Laden beards were not a good look. It was like, yo, what's up? What you trying to do? You trying to be a Taliban or something with that beard, son? What you doing? Today, right. everybody's got a beard, right? And so I think, yeah, we should do the things that make us feel good. Uh, we already deep dove on that on the women's side. And I think, yeah, men should feel good. But I think this system that we live in, this kind of, I don't want to say the, mis I don't think it's necessarily misogyny, but I think this man run system has become way more lax when it comes to men. And I do think, yeah, like there's all type of women comedians who joke and say things like, yeah, but like dudes could wear whatever the fuck they want. Me, I've got to do this and this and this and this and this just to step outside. You could just put on a graphic tee and leave. And um, I think it's a weird situation. Uh, as I said last time, I do agree that it's a choice on both sides, but I do think there's far more pressure on the woman's side. And... Uh, I don't really think it should exist. I don't think it should be beauty standards uh, being pushed on either side. I think that we should be able to do the things that feel good. And uh, kind of what we all agreed on last pod, even though we were all coming from different angles, I just think that there is a lot less pressure on the men's side. And I wonder, because I don't know the answer, I wonder what made it change from the days when everybody had to wear a suit and a proper hat, you know, all of those things uh, back in the days where today it's just whatever. It's open season. Tez, you're up, brother. Well, 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 in terms of business, as wearing the suit, that all changed with, with Apple. Mm -hmm. Them becoming pop culture, right? When Apple and all these, and Google and all these corporations that started coming, uh, started taking over, they wanted their employees to feel comfortable. So why wear pressed pants and a shirt all day when you're going to be sitting down behind a computer, who are you impressing? The screen? No, right? So they got rid of the old guard of the conformity that we had to wear this, the, the three-piece suit or the, 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 you know, the button-downs and the girls with the, the pencil skirts and stuff like that. They got rid of that stuff because at the end of the day, they want people comfortable, which now you see it in, in, in most office settings because businesses now mimic Google and Apple uh, and their practices um, in that sense where it's a more lax approach right yeah um you know in my in my last job i'm on my last office job my my, my boss hate my supervisor hated it no everybody's got to come in here slacks shirt uh no skirts below uh, above the knees meanwhile upstairs every other department 
They come in sweats. They come in in, in, in joggers. They come in whatever they want. And we're the lowest people on the totem pole. And she's holding us to this guard. And I'm just like, and I get it. It's because it's the mentality that she had of the time that she grew up with. Also, she kind of felt jaded that I had to wear this stuff. You got to wear this stuff. Now you're going to deal with the pain that I dealt with. Got you. Yeah. You know, you would see it. Like when people leave the department, the first thing they do, they come downstairs and they're playing clothes. We had casual Friday, but upstairs, every day's casual Friday, right? <laughs> right. Oh, sorry. And, and so when you, you know, obviously you would dress up if you had like an important business meeting or something because you're trying to present yourself differently. Right. But that, that's where that's where the guard changed. And um, in terms of like, like public appeal, uh, I mean, the old guard is, is starting to phase his way out. We, I mean, we touched on this last time with like, um, uh, what's her name? I, uh, the, the, uh, what's her, uh, last pod you were talking about Ashley Graham. There we go. Ashley Graham. I'm sorry. I'm, I got you. How, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, how Ashley Graham changed the guard for, for models. And there's still people out there who want their, their, their skinny pencil, you know, shaped models where, you know, clothing doesn't work that way. Girls don't have a pencil shape. You know, there's, there's, there's all kinds of shapes. And with men, it's the same thing too, where, you know, it's, it's that borderline of comfort and yet like looking, you know, well presented. Like I could wear joggers all day, you know, jogging pants all day, but you know, jogging pants get dirty or they get stretched out or they get, you know, they don't look the same. They They look worn, right? But if you come with like khakis, some loose fitting khakis and stuff, which is, you know, can still can be considered casual wear, you can still look appealing. Um, in terms of like a uh, relationship, like, oh, I can't date a girl because she don't, she don't shave or she doesn't do that. At the end of the day, I said the last time, I want my person comfortable. I want my partner to be comfortable in whatever there is. If I can't accept their comfort, you know, what they like, then, we're, then there's bigger problems to be held, okay. you know? Obviously, I'm not, you know, if there's a hygiene problem, then that's different. I mean, I mean, it's not different. It's 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 in that same boat, right? But that's where you have to be up front. And you have to be honest, just like in any relationship where like, yo, listen, I get it. You like it. I'm not a fan of it. You know, can we, is there a compromise we can hit here or, right. or something? But, you know, that's, that's, that's me. There's some people out there who like that stuff and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But in any relationship, it's all about the communication and understanding those lines where, understanding the likes and if you're going to be with that person accepting the stuff that you don't like and that's the key word is accepting what you don't like Mm -hmm. because once you agree to it that's it you deal with it you have no weight in an argument right you know that that you 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 drew that line in the sand i'm okay with it don't bring it up two years later But what do you what do you feel? Do you do you think there is whoops, couldn't find my water. Do you think that there's a big divide and men have more lax, a more lax uh or or like Dre said, Dre said there's kind of a lack of beauty standards for men. What are your thoughts on that? In terms of what of like 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 sex appeal or business? No, in life, period. You know, a woman has to, we, like we said last pod, society expects women to do a list of things. When it comes to men, we don't we don't have that long list that the women have. Then that doesn't apply to me because I don't care what society says. I don't I don't conform nah. to what society does. That's my that's my stance on it. Society does what for me? Nothing. That's it. 
What is little what is little old me gonna do to change or to improve in or 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 to make a stance against society? Right. All they're gonna right. do is follow trends. Because all Drake has to do, all Drake has to do is put the the, the Hector Macho Camacho curl, and I bet you there's a thousand people with a Hector Macho Camacho curl. There goes yeah. society accepting that. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that, bro. I feel like, you know, society is sort of a an illusion, you know. Um in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to just do live your life. But, you know, when you ask Jay, like, oh, when did when did it start changing? When you're saying, like, men used to dress up and when they went, like, it, there was a time where a man didn't even go outside without a hat, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you had to wear, like, a respectable right. fedora or something, you know what I mean? Like, even, like, um, getting on an airplane. Getting on an airplane was a big deal. You dressed up. You oh, whatever. We have a flight today. Right. Now people go on the flight with Crocs. Yeah, it's the total opposite. And, yeah, yeah. But you know what? You know what changed that? Because um, Tess was talking about in terms of business, but what changed that in terms of society? What you're talking about, Jay, was the '60s and the counterculture, right? So in the '60s, you had um, uh, that generation. Um, uh, was it? Was it called the? Uh, can't remember the name of the generation. Um, Boomers. Boom, yeah, yeah, the Boomer mm. generation, right? The Boomer generation when they were in their like twenties, teens, or is it stuff. was it Boomers or Generation X? No, it was Boomers. I'm Generation X. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. So, but the the Boomers, like my parents, uh, when they were in their teens and and twenties, right? They were part of this counterculture, and the counterculture was like the f you to the man, right? And that's where that kind of started. That's where it's like, I'm going to have, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm not going to pursue the careers that you want me to pursue. Women were like, I'm going to get out of the house. I'm going to get, I'm going to have my own money and work. Um, you know, you had the 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 60s in terms of like, you know, black liberation happening. It was a whole like counter culture. You know, you had the uh, 69, the summer of love. Right, you spoke about that like, heavenly last pod. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to do what I want to do, have sex with who I want to have sex with. And so that's what started this kind of like, I don't need to conform. Because before that, yes, you're right. Everything was about conforming to what we believe society wants. You're a man. When you walk outside, you look like this. Right. You're a woman. When you walk outside, you look like that. When you step into a store, you should do this. When you, you know, when you step into this establishment, tip your hat. Like all this was, you know, conform, conform, conform. Right. And a lot like Tez is saying is like people start looking at that like, okay, what me conforming, what is that getting me, right? Like I, that's getting me nowhere. And I don't even like doing half these things. Right. So, you know, people just like, yo, I'm not doing it. They start breaking things. And then musicians started like talking about, you know, F you to things and F these wars and all this other stuff. And that was the beginning of people saying, yo, I'm not going for it. And so each generation, as you go down, Generation X, Millennials, and now Gen Zs, everyone is 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 doing more and more of their own thing. Yet, as you're also saying, there is still these um, old school views of conforming to what society right. <laughs> says you should do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's a good point. Um, I don't think either one of you are wrong on, on the, the changes 
Um, I just have always found it interesting, which is uh, why I had a strong reaction when Dre brought it up last pod, where I was like, but there are no beauty standards for men. Uh, because I've always thought that was interesting that, you know, even when I was a kid and we had to like go to church, like what we had to do to go to church as a man was way simpler than all the stuff that the women had to do. They had to like straighten their hair. They had to, you know, I mean, everyone knows the term Sunday's best, right? Quote unquote Sunday's best. But even that definition was so different. You know, it was like, all right, you got to, as a dude, you, you know, you had your tie, your dress shirt, your slacks and some shoes, but women had to have like this whole other list of things. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Um, that, yeah. Uh, but that, that it, it it's conformity, but it's also like, how does, how, it's like an underlining of like competition. Right, because it's like it's like it's like in school, right? We could all wear the same uniforms, but whatever your shoes were, were, were oh status. Oh, he got the same uniform as me. We got the same shirt, same pants, right? Uh-huh. But you got Jordans and I got Feli. You got status, right? But that's all. That, that's all that really is. Like the Sunday's finest thing. That's all competition. That's all people. Oh, that comes from some from like snobby money. That comes from from those things trying to keep up with the Joneses. That's that mentality. Yeah, and that's where I'm like, no, because at the end of the day, we all know our stances, each other's stances here in religion. But you, if you're there to go to church, you're there to go to church, right? Right. If 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 right. if if it, if whoever you are, are 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 going there to to praise and worship, they're accepting you at at you know at whatever you're wearing. Correct. You know. Yeah. So again, yeah. that's that's you appeasing to other people. You're not even that's not you're not doing that for you. You're doing that to, for other people. Because you know that oh, if I decide to go in flip flops and, and 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 shorts, oh, look at look at look at look at, look at Tez wearing flip flops and shorts like he like he he know no better. Yeah, you know. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. You're yeah. absolutely right. It is it is competition because according to your so called Bible, according to your religion, right? It says come as you are. Right. And you know, I I doubt that you know when you die and go to heaven, Jesus is going to be like, yo, man. Why you ain't wear the double-breasted joint? You know what I'm right. saying? Why? Why you ain't wear that fedora with the feather in it? Right. You was fronting for me. Nah, you ain't get. You ain't going to heaven. Right? right? No, we. He's right. You're absolutely doing this for each other. We're absolutely comparing and contrasting. Look at the skirt that she got on. Look at those shoes that she got on. Yo, she wore the red bottoms. Oh, that's crazy. Blah blah blah. That's all that is. Which also contradicts most religions in itself, right? Everybody's <laughs> right. equal, but you are here having pissing contests. Now we yeah. talking, you know? Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah exactly. That that's the sad culminating exactly. fact of it all. So the, the, these standards that, that society holds himself to, it's not standards because of somebody. Oh, we ex- this is what we're accepting at. Unless it comes to like the vain industries like modeling and and you know you know like actresses and stuff, and that's different. It, it's not. I don't accept it either. But it's it. That's where that that it gets really uh, catty, right? But yes. we start, we start, we start the mentality. We 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 pitch that message at that level. Oh, I know my son's not going out like that. Oh, you got a hole in your jeans. You can't wear that, Mom. I'm going to church. Or I'm going. I'm going to to Titi's house. We go to see every freaking day. Right. No, not not like that. Because people are scared of what they're going to say. But the second you you remove that power, I don't care what you say. As long as I'm comfortable, I'm happy, and I'm clean. That's it. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter. 
Go ahead, Drake. That's why. Now, about to say that's why in the '60s people were so um, angry with the hippies, right? Yep. Because hippies were just like, "Yeah, um, the beads. I'm gonna wear used clothes. I'm gonna have beads on. Right. Yeah, I might, I might skip a day with the showering and shit." Like people were like, "What the hell, you damn hippies!" You know, like y'all look so well. Like I don't, I'm not. I stopped combing my hair. You know. Also, at the time, you know, in the '60s, this is when. Um, reggae started to take off because you know the um people watching people in jamaica you know be dreads that was the whole thing about being dressed like yo we don't touch our hair we let it do what it normally do the hippie movement caught on to that it was like yo that's what's up and you know reggae became so so famous within the 60s as well so it's like yeah i i I definitely get that you know that's what is going on and you do have two sort of views where people are just like middle finger to all that and where other people are mad that you're not conforming to what they believe you're supposed to conform to yep and and to to, to continue on with that a little bit more music weighs heavily heavily yes, just like sir. you say reggae if you think about it disco change it was it was another change from from conformity you know to 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 to, to new wave because oh people were dressing like 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 they're, like they're dead like they're zombies what happened? What happened in the nineties when that train, when the trend came back? I went to school looking like these "quote unquote" zombies. Right. A lot of people mm-hmm. that that I went to school with, you know, we everybody's there is a counterculture in every era that we live in. Yes, like sir. right now, we have the hipsters, right? Not all we're not hipsters, but at the end of the day, they are hipsters out there, and mm-hmm. you know, oh, that's 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 them, that's that's their culture, but that's fine. They're happy who they are, you know. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah. a girl, you know, a woman couldn't have a tattoo. Now you see a girl with tattoo, damn, she fine, you know? Piercings and all this stuff, you know, everything, everything changes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're so right. That, you're right. That's that quo of what you're supposed to look like is now, you know, and I'm happy. It, it's as long as it's liberating. And again, the, the most important thing, if you're happy with yourself, then that's it. Yeah. Look how, and I'm going to let it go because I know we got to go different time, but look how in the 80s you had my girl, um, Grace Jones. You know, she's like, I'm going to be the darkest thing ever. I'm going to be the bald head chick. And I'm going to wear the craziest. Like, yo, like, you're not going to have no idea what I'm going to step up with. And people are just like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, The homosexual community, like gay, lesbian community Mm -hmm. embraced her because of that. Like, yo, she's not afraid of being who she is. And, you know. That sparked something, man, because, you know, she was a singer, actor, everything. And she's still here. I shouldn't say was. She's still all those things. And that sparked something. It was like, man, you can really just be whatever you want and not conform to nothing. Until this day, that is still how she lives her life. And that's why we really respect those kinds of people, because they just were like, yo, I'm not I'm, I'm not conforming to nothing. You know, it's you say that you, be me. you say that. And the first thing that comes to my mind is Erica Badu. Yeah, yeah, but Grace is the grandmother of yeah. all that. Yeah, before yeah. there's an Erica Badu, mm-hmm. before there's anybody else, this is Grace. Right. You know what I'm saying? Grace is like 70 years old right now, still killing the game. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I think a lot of we're all we're basically all on the same page. I just I just wanted to. I thought this was a good topic because clearly we had a lot of different thoughts last pod about uh, the pressure women feel and whether it exists or not today. Uh, and I think it's clear that there's really not much pressure on men today to quote unquote look their best or 
be, you know, clean cut and all of those things. <clears throat> so that's why I thought it would be a good topic to kind of go right into from the way we left off last pod. Uh, quick question. <laughs> and I, I learned, all right, so I guess I'll give some context. So I was watching, uh, so there's a docu-series that's like four episodes on Amazon Prime called Coach Prime. And uh, during that, they cover his season at Florida State. And uh, I heard that it was really good. And so I said, all right, I'll check it out. Four episodes, why not? And so, what's up, Tez? He had been Florida State. What was it, Jackson? It was a, it was a, it was a, it was it wasn't a Division One school. Just before he was, was at Colorado. Where was he before that? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't. I definitely know it was in Florida State. I'll look it up if you want for context. Yeah. Like, well, know. it covers the the first college he coached at, and uh, you know, his his story there. Uh, Jackson. Yeah, it was Jackson, I believe. Jackson State Tigers. There you go. And so yeah. it covers him while he was at uh, while he was coaching coaching for Jackson, and um, there was a controversy at one point between himself and another coach, which he turned the negative into a positive. But uh, we all know about that if you follow sports. But what's interesting is I learned something in the middle of that footage being shown, and so the. I'll ask the question and then I'll come back to the footage. So let's pause the story. My question is, do you know what a bro hug is? No. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I'm. Okay, this is good stuff. You see, I was like, man, I got to ask the guys. I've never heard this term before, a bro hug. I I think I might know. All right, go ahead. What you got? Let me see. I don't want to. I just think it's the it's the hug when you come in, you like you hold hands first and you draw a man and you go around. That's what it is. So we in the hood, all of us do this kind of half hug, half handshake. Right? And so you see somebody, you give them one of these, and then you kind of lean in and give a little half hug, right? And so the story is coming back to the docuseries, they played a team and beat the team. And Dion went to do that to the other coach. The other coach was another black guy. And the guy shoved him away. And that was the quote-unquote controversy, right? He felt like Dion was overhyped and all of these other things. And in the in the post-game um, conference, he said, you know, some things about Dion that people didn't like. And that was the coverage. But in the coverage, they were showing, they did a really good job of slicing in different uh different companies covering right like that all the shows on espn and stuff and all of these different companies were saying all of these different commentators were saying yeah he denied dion the bro hug dion sanders denied a bro hug as you can see here he went in for the bro hug and he got shoved away and i was like what the hell is a bro hug why are they saying that and so i had to go back and look and i'm like what so i i googled it and i because i've never heard this term and I was like, I gotta ask the guys yeah. if they know this term. I've never heard of a bro hug. I feel like, and maybe this is maybe this is too crazy. Maybe I should edit this out the pod. But I feel like that was white people naming our shit. Um, I don't know. It could be, you know, um, because now I'm thinking, do we did we ever have? A name for it for us is just like yo, you know, showing love or whatever. You yeah. know, that's, that's that's all. I mean, no one, no one ever 
called it bro i don't remember my, I, I mean i remember hearing it and that's why i said i think i know what it is yeah but i don't remember us calling it that right so it's like if i haven't seen i like i haven't seen any of y'all in 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 years like in person like that would probably be the first thing i do right if i saw e- either one of y'all you know what i mean like oh hey what's up that would be the first thing i do I, I, and and so when people be like yo what, what happened now I'd be like, i'm just showing my man some love that's right. the way i would look at it i wouldn't be like yo I'm giving him a bro hug. I'd be like, I'm just showing yeah. love. I ain't seen him in a long time, you know. So, I don't know. I guess it's all perspective. But yeah, you I mean, might be right. I mean, the only thing that I know that we named was a dap, right? Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. the only thing I know that we named. But they didn't even um, say that. They they were calling it the bro hug. I was like, man, they, the they white don't, people. They don't, know, they don't know dap yet. Yeah, right. They don't know dap yet. But I, but I mean, it's also you gotta you gotta look like this. It's it's not a hug, right? It's not a it's not a hug in its sense. So right. you gotta give it a name. And you know, was it a white person? Was it a black? You know, or the Hispanic or whatever? Does no one knows? And we're not, we're not, you know, that's something we're not, we're not, we're never going to find out. But you know, in in sense of uh, you know, prime not getting his his his, this just do. I mean, coaches be better. Belichick doesn't even handshake half his half the people he plays against. That's crazy. And you know, it's, yeah. it's pettiness. Yeah. It is. And like I like I said in the group chat, this is a quick topic. I just wanted to know if y'all knew what it was because that was – I don't really have a deep dive. I just was like, what is that? Uh, yeah, I, I have a deep dive. And, well, I don't, I don't know how deep it is, but it basically it goes back to something I said before where it's just like when men show each other some sort of love, some sort of like, you know – um, uh, uh Embrace. How can I put it? So, yeah, some affection. sort of embrace, some sort of like affection, some sort of like, yo, like appreciation for each other, you know, whether it's like, I miss you, whatever, you know, whatever it is that might be, you know, um, in our society that still had, it still has, still not fully acceptable in the American society, because you go outside of America, like men hug each other both hands give each other kisses yep. you know what i mean it's not even it's not they, they don't they don't look at it no kind of way you you go to go to go to korea right now it's just oh that's just how it is yeah. you know what i mean like that no one looks at that weird but in america there's still this like homophobia behind certain things like there's still this thing where men aren't supposed to bond so when they do you got to give it a certain name because it could be looked at as something else other than genuine so anytime men bond in any way that's positive it has to get a weirdo name for it you know that's that's a good point so when you said bro hug i looked it up on google right we're gonna get into the funny part there's a part a bro hug is a quick physical reserved hug between male colleagues or friends is also known by many other names including oh boy here we go. <sighs> these, are, these, are, these, are, these are something. Hip hop hug. What? Oh, God. That's straight white people naming that. Bro handshake. You see? The one arm hug. You see? Dude hug. The homie hug. Through the home man. You know what I'm saying? Through the home man. Oh, this, this next. I'm going to skip this one. We're going to go to the next one. Then we're going to go back to this one. Okay. All right. There's the man hug, uh-huh. and this one I don't. The bro grab. 
You see? <laughs> the bro grab. See? And who and who you think came up with those names? Let's have a real conversation. So, yo. Continue, so hold on. So continue <laughs> on with the, with, the, with the rest of the definition. The bro hug evolved from the dap, a type of handshake created by... I'm not going to say it. Well, this is Google, <laughs> not me. Nah, yeah, you by, say by, it. by black American soldiers serving in, Viet- in the Vietnam War. It starts as a handshake, but then morphs into an embrace. The essential part of the bro hug is the back clap. That's it. All right. Not to be confused with the reach around. You know what I'm saying? Or the ball grab. That bro grab, that's all I was thinking, bro. Thinking Fleece Johnson. (laughs) Thinking Fleece Johnson. (laughs) More important than water. Right, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo. Don't get it confused. Don't get it confused. Yo. <laughs> you see? You see what happens when it's just the Bacardi boys? <laughs> see? Jesus. Oh, man. All right. Let's keep it going. Let's see what yeah. else we got on our list here. All right. Let's, have it. let's oh, keep boy. it fun for now. What's worse? A... Going shopping with a woman, or B, hold on, hold on, or B, watching a movie that only she wants to watch. I'll, I'll repeat it. Let's let it settle. <laughs> Go ahead, son. Dre, just just for clarification, you were never, you were never married, right? No. All right. So as the only person who's been married here, I, I, I can I can go first. I'd rather gouge my eyes out than go shopping. Oh shit! I think my contract Bro, about to fall out. If there's if, if if we go shopping and there's no bench for the for the for the for the dads or the husbands, I ain't going in there. <laughs> nah, listen, I love listen, I love you, ladies. Oh, I want shit. you to be happy. I want you to buy whatever it is that you content. You want my opinion? I'll give it to you. You're not going to listen to me anyways, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not there for the marathon y'all about to y'all about to embark on. I'm not there for that. Oh man. Y'all go, y'all go around the whole store up and down picking up everything. Oh shit. Saying you like it and then you put it back at the end. Only to grab it again and only to put it back one more again. Nah. Nah. Y'all try it on. I'm like, damn, it looks really good on you. And then y'all, y'all don't buy it. Nah, mm-mm. that's mm-mm. listen. Wise man was said, "Run away and never and return." Never return. That's it. That's it. Listen, whatever you want, baby. Oh, it's all you. Shit. Nah, no, no. The movie. At least I can go to. I, I can. Yeah, I'm watching it. All right. It just doze off. So you have the, so your sunglasses in the house. That's it. Or you, you can pull a. We have a term for that, but we're not gonna say the name for it. But you, you, you know, you could just, just, just gaze out into it. You know, you're, not, you're up, but you're not up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a certain uh, family trick that I learned. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, no, no shopping. That's my kryptonite. No. Okay. How about you, Dre? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much the opposite of what Tez is saying. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'm a different dude. So. Um, I mean, both of them can be exhausting. Um, but I'm I'm such a movie cat that 
if you force me to look at a movie that I'm just not digging, that's, that's, that like, it's like turning in my stomach. I, I can't, you know what I mean? So it's like, like, remember when um, the Tyler Perry movies were like so popular, they were coming out every other week or whatever, you know, like they were constantly in movies, you know, I go on dates and they'd be like, let's go see the Tyler Perry movie. I'd be like, it's, it's over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, Next. It's, yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't sit there. It's torture for me. Like I, I'm a movie. I like movies. Right. And so if you, if you getting me in this like whack joint and just seeing this dude with this, you know, drag, just saying this silly stuff, I'm like, yo, this, this, it's not funny. Like I'm not into it. So I, I can't do that. But going shopping, I mean, I, I can get into it. You know, what I mean, I'd be like, oh yeah, you know. I, so when I go into a shopping mall, you know, for me as sort of like a amateur wannabe comedian like it's it's playtime for me i'm i'm the silliest person i'm doing the most uh craziest things i'm saying the most craziest things i like to go into places and ask the salesperson you know weird (laughs) questions like i'll pick something up i'll be like yeah excuse me um can you tell me how do i break this how does it break you know and they'd be like what you know like i just I have fun. Like I, I, I make this like weird, awkward situation right. fun for me. Like I make it entertaining, you know. So it's it's really not that bad until yeah, it can get tiring because it's just like all right, we've been in here for a while. Like what are you gonna do? And I don't really. I hear what you're saying. I don't like you. Like oh, I'm gonna get it. All right, yeah, get it. Then no, I shouldn't. All right, but don't. Well, I think I should. And it's like okay, stop. <laughs> right. Get it or not get it. But let's not do this. Right. You know what I mean? Like if that's what. But hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. You can't yeah. do that because because then they're gonna say I'm not getting nothing, and it's your fault. I'm not getting nothing, and then they'll bring it up when they need something. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, nah. but they're gonna. They, but everything is your fault. I'm only saying from my own experience. I'm, I'm not generalizing. I'm just saying. No, nah, I'm just saying like everything is your fault. So I mean, <laughs> but what's new? You know, yeah. like the, yeah, I, you can literally they can literally spill something on themselves and be like that fell because you distracted me. You was over the, like you made the wind blow. Like whatever, you know, like things are gonna be too hard. Good. Right, whatever. So it's like I'm not I'm not focused on that. But yeah, for me, I'm like the like I said, the opposite. Like a movie, I enjoy my movie time. Like if I can sit down, you know, with a movie, it's like, man, I want to enjoy this, you know? And if it's whack, especially like a theater, like at home, you're right. If I'm at home, right, like I don't really like, yeah, I'm probably gonna fall asleep on it. Right. You know, I can get up, get out, you know. Serve myself a drink, go get some Bacardi, whatever. I don't care. That's right. But um, if I'm in a theater, I feel like I'm locked in. You know, I gotta. I'm like, oh, what? You know, I'm just keep going back and forth to the bathroom, even though I don't really have to go. Like this is, oh, <laughs> this is garbage. And movies are not cheap, so I'm like, this is what? Oh, How much we spend for this? Right. Nah, I can't. Now nah, you, you gotta go to the bathroom and then go to another movie theater, sit there for like ten minutes, like. Yeah, you know what? To be honest, just to bring something up, like I thought the Barbie movie was gonna be like that. I was like, okay, let me just keep asking me whatever. And then I went to see it. It's like, yo, this is fun. Like I was laughing more, you know, than the person I went with was like, yo, this is crazy funny. This like this was a sleeper. Like that's the way I like to enjoy movies. I like to think that they're gonna be horrible and just like, all right, well. Just get through it. And then surprise, like, this is really good. This is funny. So, you know, sometimes you don't necessarily know, you know what I mean? But I, yes, I've been in movie theaters where I'm just like, I could tell from the trailer it was whack. And yes, it turned out to be whack. And I feel like you owe me 
two hours of my life back. You know what I'm saying? And Reclaiming 85, my time. <laughs> Reclaiming my time. Word. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm with Tess. I don't want to go shopping. Going shopping can go all fucking day. I don't want to be out all day watching you try shit on, put it back, <laughs> try it on again. But what if but what if I try it on in green? All right, this come on, like this is ridiculous. Like it's crazy. <laughs> then sometimes they fool you. You'd be like, all right, we hitting the food court. It's a wrap. All right, cool. They'd be like, mm, I think I need to go back and get that dress. Oh my God. Like, yo, kill me. <laughs> kill me right now. Nah, so so first. First, the Joe Budden, the Joe Budden quote of the day: First they love me, then they hate me, then they love me again. That's the whole thing with the, with the dresses, right? Actually, you Two. got that from Jay Z. Oh, Sorry, I know from Joe. I know, but I gotta let you know. It's all good. Then he got that from Days the Emperor. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Days. The project Emperor out. Also got that from Jay Z. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but no, I so. Uh, I wish he was on here because he would have definitely said something. On Absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to Days. <laughs> Shout out to Days. Yeah. The, the, the like trick is you go yeah. to the food court, you go to the food court, you're like, yeah, Days almost over. I'm done. Then she goes, oh, let's go get something for you. Go to GameStop or whatever. But on the way there, hold on. I really want to go back here real quick. I want to go get that. And then we repeat the cycle. No, no, no. Nah. And then you're, then you're an asshole. If you're like, yo, listen, forget what you want. I'm going to go to GameStop real quick. Still the asshole. And don't ask, can you wait oh, in the no, car? No, no. Well, no. See, that's torture. Yeah, too. Because, I mean, that, that's kind of, I feel like you'll grow up. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I don't want to just be an accessory on your hip. If, if you go into point A and I feel like, you know what? The Apple store is right there. There's some things I want to check out. I'm going to hit the Apple store. You know what I mean? Send me your location wherever later on. Right. It, what's, why do I have to be on your hip the entire time? That's, not, that's what they want. So. I'm not even. Nah, I'm, yeah. That's how they want to spend their Saturday it. with Dre. I don't yeah, ever. I mean, yeah, we could get to the Saturday. Yeah, we could do the Saturday. But if I feel like, yeah, like you saying, if I'm gonna hit GameStop or you know whatever, you know, sharper image. Remember that was out. <laughs> I know it's gone now, but <laughs> sharper image. You know, the dudes want to go into sharper image for whatever reason. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna go in there. I'm not gonna be like. Um, can I go? I'm not asking you. Can I? I'm like, yo, I'm going in there. I'll meet you later. You know, we got phones. We can. You can tell me where you at. Right. Like, it's, it's not that serious. No. It's, it's like when we used to go to Walmart. I'm like, yo, you do what you do. You know where I'm at. I'm at the electronic section. You, you find me when you need me. That's it. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I would okay. rather watch the movie. I could doze off for a little while. I might get, even get a little frisky, and now the movie's off. You feel what I'm saying? Like, right. You know what I mean? It's, you you wanted me to watch this rom com till I pulled your titty out. Now you forgot all about Jennifer Aniston. You see what I'm saying? You can't pull the I titty out saying. in the middle of the mall. That's it's a little more risky. You feel what I'm saying? That's but it, bring, but even bring, at the bring theater, the... you could be like, "All right, I love Christopher Nolan, but I don't know why this war scene is in Tenet. Me, hold on. Let me. What's going on right here, real quick? You know what I'm saying? That's true. You know what I mean, that's true. You, you did wear a dress to this movie. All right, cool. You're right. Let me show you why they call me oh, the sexual don't... intellectual. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, but don't get it twisted. You can also do that in the mall too. I'm I'm known for like. Yeah, but today it's not as easy to do in the mall. Mm. 
You feel what I'm saying? First time. You can't you can't just be like in the changing rooms with him no more. Now there's somebody at the. Oh changing no no no! Rooms. I'm not going that far. No no. I'm not, I'm not listen, going that far. You, no. I'm just talking about you know a little taps on the ass. Oh little, you yeah know, yeah. I'm talking about see. full on. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. I, I'm oh, saying no, a, no. a, a Sith never stops sithing. I'm just saying. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I just said in the theater, you can go for it. <laughs> no, nah, the mole ain't stopping. The mole ain't stopping me. All right. Oh, nah. come on. Go away, Tess. Go away. That's, there's always a dressing room. There's always a, a stock room or something. There's always there's always an opening in the force. That's always. It. An you know what I, mean? I feel you. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So I would rather do the movie. I ain't trying to spend seven hours in the in the mall. And I, I don't have a lot of patience. So once I get to that point you guys are talking about, where it's like, I'm ready to go, son, I'm ready to go. I don't have oh, another yeah, no three doubt. hours. No, not just two more stores. Are we done or not? Because oh, yeah. I'm out. Oh, yeah. It's time to go. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't got the patience to be there all day. So I right. keep it very real. And I'm like, all right, listen, if you go into the bookstore, and you know what book you're getting, that's cool. But I'm not spending 10 hours outside of Strand Books. Like, nah. This is, you mean, you saw every every aisle, every author. You buying a book or not? Like, what are we doing? Like, I, I read I read three whole books front and back while you were looking for one. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I, right. I bought $100 worth of books and browsed. I, I almost bought a shirt. You still ain't got nothing? All right, it's time to go, man. It's time to go. And I, and I learned how to do taxes. You know what I'm saying? I read a whole book on accounting while you was there. It's too long. I just finished War and Peace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the Bacardi boys is wildin', folks. Bacardi <laughs> boys is wildin'. All right. Speaking of wildin', sometimes people be wildin' out. Sometimes you just home minding your own business. And then all over Instagram, you see that you and your wife have been separated since 2016. <laughs> and then you post then you post pictures of yourself on a boat saying notifications <laughs> off. I respect that move. I just want to say I respect that move, know, bro. You gotta, you gotta you gotta enlighten me on that part. You gotta enlighten me on that because I knew about the right, so, so what what was the follow-up? So Will Smith posted a picture on a boat of him sleeping, like your notifications off, meaning I ain't dealing with none of y'all shit. I'm I'm out of here, bro. Love I respect that move. He, he's doing him. He's fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. he ain't trying to sugarcoat nothing. He means he don't, he don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, got it. No that, that may be an old topic by the time this episode comes out. But while we're oh, recording, it old, just yeah. happened. And so for those who don't yeah. know, they are always in the news cycles because neither one of them will shut up. But Jada Pinkett and Will Smith are back in the news cycle again, 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 again. And why? Because this time... Jada Pinkett is promoting her book and she's out there saying all of the things that we didn't ask once again. And so this time it's a hot topic. I'm a hey, listen, nobody asked, but they keep telling us. It's like nobody asked you what's the blue thing hanging up behind you, Dre. But every two weeks you come out telling us a different fact about it. Listen, we didn't we didn't ask you though, but we didn't ask you. Why you keep telling us? We didn't we didn't give a fuck. So she said all this wild shit. And, you know, a lot of people are up in arms about was it okay to say, was it not okay to say. My question is, and actually, it, let's peel the curtain back, like Tez likes to say. Let's peel the curtain back a little bit. This topic has been on our list for very long, but I felt like this is the right time possibly to speak about it. My question is, 
when is enough enough? When is enough enough for you to walk away from your significant other? Since I went last, the last two topics, I'll spark it this time. For me, this is a simple answer. For me, and this is what I often say when giving advice to others, for me, it's time to walk away when the bad outweighs the good. I say it again like Dr. Umar. For me, it's time to walk away when the bad outweighs the good. What does that mean? That means every situation has good and bad, right? Every situation, friendships, family, significant others, relationship with whoever. That's just the nature of things. There's ebbs and flows. There's good and bad. And hopefully you're with this person because there are a lot of good things happening that are outweighing the bad. But there comes a point in every relationship where the bad outweighs the good. For me, that's when it's time to walk away. And when my friends and family ask me for advice, that's my question. I say, man, Dre, I didn't know all of that was going on. I'm sorry to hear that. Let me ask you, do you feel that the bad is outweighing the good? Because if you are, it's time to go. For me, that's what there's no more to talk about. Listen, this is, this is too stressful. This is too, whatever your list is, it's going to be different for everybody. But when you feel like it's a scale and man, the, the, the bad is way higher now than the good, it's time to pack your shit and exit stage left. I turn it over to y'all. Okay. Yeah, I'll respond. Um, yeah, you know, it's not that simple for me as far as like bad outweighing a good, but I do completely understand that. I feel like it's all about situations and circumstances for me, where it's just like you could have a lot of good, but that one bad thing you did is so egregious, it's like it's over. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like I'm I'm I can't mess with you. So yeah, let's say that yeah, we've been messing around, everything's going great, but then you know, you decided somehow to sabotage something that I'm working on, or somehow you got the cops involved in whatever it is that we're doing. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't come to me and be like, I only did that once. I only got you arrested once. And that'll be the last time. You know what I mean? I don't care how great things were. If you could do something that is causing my downfall and you only did it once, once is enough. Yeah, I'm not, you know? So, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. No, yeah, you could you could respond if you want. Yeah. No, I was saying for me, I'm not saying it's one incident. I'm saying whatever it is that's going on in the relationship, when it gets to a point that the bad stuff is now outweighing the good, it's time to go. Yeah, if you if you sent me to jail, yeah, the bad outweighs the good now, baby. I mean, that that's pretty obvious. It, it don't take 22 yeah. times for you to call the cops. Like, right. I mean, right. what's the, right. for because if you call the cops, my question is what even made you do that? Like, what? how come things were so bad between us that you felt, yeah, I got to call the cops on this person? All right, well, then it, it probably was been time to walk away if that was the case. So I just yeah, wanted to make exactly. it clear. And I'm going to shut up so you can finish. I just wanted to make it clear. Oh, cool. It's not about the number of things that have happened. It's about in that situation at that time is the bad stuff outweighing the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, the only reason I put it like that because a lot of times, you know, women who I don't say women, it's to say people, right? Because you can have relationships with two men, whatever. Yes. But it's like people will say, you know, I only did that thing once. 
Um, mm-hmm. what's the what's the brother that is playing? Um, you know, uh, the Loki. He who he who. Oh, Jonathan Majors. Whatever you know, Jonathan Majors, right? So it's like Jonathan Majors and this white woman he was messing with, who he met on the um set of Ant Man, right? It's like whatever they're doing their thing, blah blah blah. And you know she had her problems. You know I'm not saying he's perfect. We don't know about the relationship, but once you know he called the cops to help her, right? Because she said she was taking sleeping pills, and he found her unconscious. And so he's like, "Don't touch the body. She could. I don't know. I'm not a professional. Let's call 911. She needs help. You know, and you know, give her the help she needs." And the cops showed up, and the cops started coaching her to say that he might have, you know, broke your finger and he might have slapped you so hard that there's blood coming out of your ear. And she was kind of like, yeah, maybe that, yeah, maybe that could have happened for him. It was like, that's it. I'm not dealing with you anymore. Or in fact, even before that, you know, when she like hit him in the Uber and he got out, he was like, that's it. You know, I'm not dealing with anymore. And so this is what I'm trying to say, where it's just like, you know, you could get this one incident, this one thing that happened and be like, this reveals who you really are. We can't go no further. And now, you know, the woman, I'm using this because, you know, I don't want to put it on me or you and everybody. But in that case, this woman was sending him mad, mad texts all night. You know, I'm sorry this. I'm sorry that. This is not going to happen again. Now, I'm going to tell them this. I'm going to tell them that. And he wasn't responding. He was just like, yo, like, no, no. You know, and that's the way we have to kind of be. And so that's what I'm saying for me. It's just like, yo, like, yeah, there's little things that could happen. You know, this is annoying. That's annoying. That's not a big deal for me. And those are things that I could talk about, you know, with a person and be like, "Ah, I'd rather you didn't do this or I'd rather you didn't do that. Or maybe you're not addressing me in the proper way. You know, maybe there's a particular tone that you're using that I feel like, hey, maybe we need to talk about that. Those, Those things are just like, any relationship right it's like you know no one is perfect no one knows all your you know little intricacies that you know you need to make sure are there and vice versa those things are like cool and we could have like great times and hang out blah 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 but i'm saying situations circumstances because what i'm saying is you don't really know a person until the storm comes you know what I mean? Everybody is the, it's always the best relationship when it's sunny outside and the money is flowing and we go into the parties and yeah, that's the easy relationship, right? I want to know how you are when the storms come, when it's really hard within this thing. That to me tests the relationship and then I can see, let me see how you are. Okay. Yeah. Things were get things were getting crazy. Things were getting rocky and you decided to throw me out to the wolves. You know, yeah, but I only threw out to the wolves one time, though. Like, <laughs> <Right>. no, <laughs> sorry. So that that's that's what it is for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't like what you said. Like, you know, like when it, when the, when the battle ways are good. I I take this Keanu Reeves quote. And I had to look it up just to make sure it was right. He was on a uh, Drew Barrymore some show that she had, and she asks him, "Are you a lover or a fighter?" He says, you have to be both. You have to be a fighter. And his exact quote is, if you don't fight for your love, then what kind of love are you fighting for, right? And I take that as like, no relationship is going to be sunshines and rainbows every day. You're going to have dips. You're going to have, you're going to have 
hell. There's going to be hell. There's going to be those days where you rely on each other that you have to build out of it. It's at that moment that now the metal of the relationship is tested. Now at that moment, Sir. are you with me in the trenches or are you just going to save yourself and let me sink? And that is when the moment is broke. That's where like the real, you know, oh, word, I'm, I'm down here and, you, and, and you're burying me? I'm not. And that's when I say, because you made your interests clear. You don't care about us. You care about you. Right? So that now determines the value of our relationship. Yes, sir. Whether you want to be 50-50 or 100-100, if we're all putting in equal parts into this relationship, then we have to be there for, you know, we can go back to that same Joe Budden quote, you know, with the, the dark and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the light. But at the end of the day, if, you, if you're not, if we're not going to be able to get through this, then we're not going to get through anything. Right. Because right now, what's, today, what's today's problem is going to be nothing to, compared to what tomorrow's problem may be. And if this is if this is where the line's drawn, I guess what? Then maybe we should go our separate ways. We get out of here before I resent you, you resent me, and then we look at it, we look at each other on some I can't stand you, and then there's no relationship. Right. It's it's comfort and misguiding, and you know it's honestly a dishonest relationship because you don't care anymore. You're disattached, and in the end, nobody's happy. Right. So that's the point for me when it's just like enough's enough. Like if you want to compare to Will and Jada. Will has a reason why he doesn't want to divorce her. And that's fine. At the end of the day, whatever they want to do is what they want to do. That's their relationship. They want to make it public, then that's on them too. You know, they're not asking to be the poster child for, you know, a certain demographic of people or whatever. They this is how they want to do their business. I can't control what, you know, Tiffany Ann and 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 Joseph, who are my high school buddies that went out together, if they want to edit their laundry up, that's them. I have the luxury of just saying, ignore. I don't want to see it. Right. <laughs> you know. So, yes, sir. when it comes to, when it comes to that that breaking point, it's it's all about self reflection and like, are we, is this worth it? Is this worth this fight? You know, I'm fighting and I'm not getting anywhere. We're not getting out of here. We're going through the same circle. It's Groundhog Day all over again. You know, right. and that's that's where you have to draw the line. Um, that well, to me, that's where I draw the line. Where it's just like, okay, thought we fixed that, but we still have that leak. But we're putting money into therapy. We're putting money into, into you know, dates and 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 building exercises, and it's not working. Right. You're just driving, you're just you're driving in snow, and the tires are spinning, but you're not going anywhere. Right. So, that's 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 my opinion on that. I dig that. I dig that. I want to cut you off, but when you said I'm down here, you're burying me. The first thing I thought of, <laughs> shh, just let the dirt shower hey, over man. you. <laughs> I want to say when you was talking, I was like, "Man, I I already cut Dre off. Tess is going in. I'm I'm gonna shut up, but, but I'm gonna say it when he's done, though." <laughs> You're waking the neighbors. What are you doing? Barry, shut up. <laughs> say, Just let the dirt shower over help. you. <laughs> <sighs> Classic. That, that's what the that's what the Bacardi boys need. We need we need a Will Ferrell night. Just listen, you know. Oh my kick, god, I'm, I'm just down with it that. old school. It can get old school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just actually was watching old school with somebody the other day, and I was sitting here trying so hard not to say every fucking line. Like line, yeah, it's just one of those <laughs> super shit. classic man. And I was telling them too, yeah, they so watched good. the pod. I was like, oh, this test part right here. Yep, this part right here. It's this so one good. says that every so time good. you see me. 
It's so good with the hit your lips. Uh, that's that's actually what made me show them the movie. So we was having drinks one night, and I was like, mm, feels so good once it hits your lips. They was like, you made that up? That sounded like one of the, when you be quoting stuff. I was like, oh, you ain't, you ain't never seen Old School? He was like, what's that? I was like, oh, no. All right. You got to see it's Old that School. that time. Yeah. 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 Snoop alert. You know what I'm saying? We're going streaking. Bring your friend with bring your, bring your the funny hat. Right. Bring your friend with the hat. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Nah, the other day, the other day I was quoting uh, Tyler Knights. Classic. These colors don't run. You know what I'm saying? These colors don't run. That's right. Break just, it. Just say, just say, I like grapes. Right. I mean, they're like really thin pancakes, though. Those are really good. He's like, oh, are those just the really thin pancakes? He's like, yeah, everybody loves those. He's like, you know what? Either way this goes, can we go get a whole mess of crepes when this is over? He's like, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> so do that. Yes, yeah, set to, to break my arm, right. though. He's like, well, I mean, I mean he's like, honestly, I, I, think it, it, I think it is a really good out, though. Just letting you know. No, you know, I ain't, I ain't going to feel no way different about you. It is a really good out, but, but you know. But it's still up to you, though. It's still up to you. He said, "Break, break it, Preppy Le Pew. Break it." It's <laughs> <laughs> my shit. You know what I'm oh, man, Can't forget yeah. one of my favorite right. scenes. Every time a woman cooks and calls everybody to dinner, I think about that movie too. She's like, "Hey, boys, get down here! I've been slaving over this stuff all day. It was a table of mad takeout." <laughs> Man, KFC, Taco KFC, Bell. Taco Bell, Powerade, Powerade, <laughs> Mad Takeout, Shake and Bake, baby. You know what I'm saying, Shake and Bake, Shake and bake. Magic, just Magic Man, <laughs> Magic Man, and El Diablo. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> I think it's Spanish. It's some kind of wrist. You know <laughs> Crazy fly shit. <laughs> Dude, and he just loves taking his clothes off. I want fire. Right. I want fire. Yeah. That's his thing. I don't know why, but for yeah. a hot minute, that was his it thing. Weird. That's his he don't care. Yeah, just it's like, like I'm gonna get naked. Now for the longest for the for the longest time, every time me and Jay would talk, don't you dare, don't you dare put that shit on don't me. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> don't you dare. Nick said no, he needs no, to no, know. No. He needs no, to know. He needs tough love. Tough love. He needs to know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's cut around the meat. Cut around the meat. He said, he said, hold on. Let me get this right. I got a knife in my leg. He said, uh-huh. He said, and now there's another knife in my leg? He said, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you know that time when we were taking a break? I did a spread, a full spread, and play and play. No, in college, in college. Play girl Meg- he said, "I just, he said, I don't know Meg- if we're gonna make it, but I just need to let you know, I, I did a, I did a full spread for 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 Playgirl when I was in college. I did. I even spread my butt cheeks. I did. I did that, and I just needed to let you know full, that. The full spread. I went under the name of Mike Hunter. <laughs> That's right. I couldn't remember that name, Mike Hancho. Right. <laughs> Classic. That's the shit right there, son. Classic. All right, for those for those who don't know, I'll give you some context for the last five minutes. <laughs> we're talking about the movie Old School. We talk well first. We talk about Step Brothers, right. then Old School, and then we're talking about Talladega Nights. All Will Ferrell and John C. Riley films, except for Old School. That's right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yes. Classic shit right there. All Will Ferrell. Though. Guaranteed yeah. good times watching those movies. And if you haven't watched those, do yourself the favor. Right. It's, it's it's worth every second. That's right. And and the last one we got to throw in there, Wedding Crashers. Oh, speed on, of comfort. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she said. She said, "You shut your mouth when you're talking to me." 
plastic. <laughs> Everybody in the room was like, shut your mouth. Huh? <laughs> Everybody. Right. Yeah. Or, or when they're arguing at the wedding, he was like, that was my first Asian. And the whole wedding just turned and looked at him. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, how your boy Will at how your boy Will was like, what y'all still on weddings, man? I'm I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> funerals. Funerals. It's all about funerals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. Yo, he said, he said death biggest... is life's biggest aphrodisiac. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like fishing with dynamite, bro. <laughs> the girl is so horny, it's crazy. Man. <laughs> it's like you see that one? You see, you see that one? <sighs> Husband died in a cliff accident. Hey, honey, look at me. Take a picture. Ah, I'm dead. <laughs> Yo. So crazy. It's great. yeah. Greatest. Greatest shit ever. Ah. Gotta, gotta throw that into the conversation if we talk about Will Ferrell. Yeah, no doubt. Got to. I think I know all four of those movies by heart. Definitely Wedding Crashers. I know all of Wedding Crashers by heart. And definitely Old School. The other two... I'm not 100 percent on them yet, but uh, step, step brothers, I know, I, I know step brothers too much. Shit. So tell me, so tell me, were they were they built for comfort or built for speed? Right. <laughs> you you motorboat, you motor motor son of a bitch. You, mo you, you motorboat son of a bitch. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The part, the part, <laughs> the part when he's Vince Vaughn is tied to the bed. <laughs> And the creepy dude, he's like, you don't know the night I had. You don't know the night I had, okay? I was saying to a man, creepy boy was taking a picture of me. Some good time. Very nice picture. He said, he said, my sock was stuffed in my mouth. Yes, the same sock I had on all day that we played football with. In my mouth. Word. Classic. Dope. Oh no, the, the two two parts. One, I, me and John, uh, me and Jay always say crab cakes are football. That's, that's what we do. That's what Marilyn does, but that's what we do. And then the other part that me and Jay always, oh, no, 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 the other part of that movie that always makes you laugh is the but is the the, home, uh, the butler. Damn it, man! The grandmama too. He said, he Damn, said, she be old. He said, he said, you do it, the daughter, and the grandma too. Damn! How much job you got, man? <laughs> <laughs> She like be gentle with the she old. He said, he said, just be gentle. She be pushing nice. I'm trying to put the whole shit by her, kid. I can do this for another hour. It's my shit. Uh, Nigga said she oh, be pushing man. 90. Oh, man. All right. I think that's enough from the Bacardi boys. I think, <sighs> I think, I think we had fun. I think we gave them some entertaining yep. moments. I'm just saying, who got Tekken 7 here? Because we can play some Tekken 7 one night. Yeah. I got you. I, I think it's crossplay, right? I don't know. I know I got it, and we can play online. That's all I know. I got it on P4. I can download it. I don't have I don't PSN. My, my controller is all messed up. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Nah, 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 nah. You know he's going to start with, you know my X button don't work. Cheating yeah, that exactly. PlayStation. Cheating that PlayStation. Yeah, that, it's, it's been it's been wild now for the past. It's, it's, I feel like it's like trying to make me buy the PS5. You know mm. what I'm saying? I got a question. Why, I got a, why not? I got a question for, for you, Dre. Okay. Yeah. The fan will get you the biscuits, but some random broad can get you, you know the biscuits. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 no, Dad. Grandpa, not the cheddar biscuits. <laughs> he said, he said, game recognized game. 
and you looking kind of unfamiliar right now, Granddad. <laughs> granddad, does she run really fast in high heels? Does she leave every time she get a call? He said, he said, does she huh? duck every time she cops? She don't run that fast though. <laughs> <laughs> that that shit cuts a lot of in heels. <laughs> in heels, he out. Classic, Granddad. She a hoe. Classic. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. I'm not calling you a bitch. I'm saying you got so many bitches. I have to call, call you, you Mister. Mister. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, this is from another. This is from another episode, though. One last one. All hey, right. Granddad, how bad you gotta be to telegraph your moves so a blind man can see it? <laughs> That's fake made shit. That's what it is. Yeah. That shit is great. <laughs> That's one of my favorite joints. Bad yeah. knees. Bad knees. That nigga has bad eyes. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> oh, man. Classics. Oh, he was fucking oh, up his car. This is handicap parking right here. I ain't nobody ain't parking my spot. This is handicap parking right here. Classics. <laughs> just like banging into the head. And getting an ass swooping by me is the closest thing you'll get to the Congressional Medal of Honor. That's right. <laughs> Beautiful shit, man. All right, y'all. That's it. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being here. Fellas, thank you for being here. And we'll see y'all next month, hopefully with more of the squad here. And if not, then fuck it. You'll get the Bacardi Boys again. (laughs) (laughs) Episode two. Episode two. I mean, if the rest of the squad don't show up, it just be the Bacardi Boys again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're gonna, and you know what? We're going to get a bottle, too. We're going to be like, fuck that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. If next time it's just the Wu- three of us, I'm going to send each of y'all a bottle of Bacardi. That's it. <laughs> With a Wu-Tang intro. With a Wu-Tang intro. And I'll just intro, throw Wu-Tang you know, for the first 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, and I throw a chair in the background. That's it. <laughs> and now we got to fight. <laughs> booty butt, booty butt, booty butt booty cheeks. Butt cheeks. <laughs> Is it booty butt cheeks or Moodle's butt cheeks? Whatever, man. It's a song about booty. All right, we out.